Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high-ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the thoughtful entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love Love to have you. With us right now, it's Benjamin Johnson. Benjamin, you are the founder and CEO of Particle 41. You're found on the web at particle41.com. Benjamin, thank you so much for Ben. Thank you so much for joining us. I yeah, Josh. To either, but uh yeah, I answer to either. You know, my mom calls me Benjamin when she's uh when she's inspired. So uh, but it's great to be here, Josh. Thank you. I only get Joshua from my grandma. So <laughs> that that one would uh, might not get my attention if you call that out. Um, but tell us about Particle 41. Yeah, we're a software development company that wants to put experts everywhere. Uh, we have flexible terms of engagement and we do custom application development, DevOps or platform engineering and data engineering as our core services. So you might look at like app development, DevOps and say, um, you know, there, there's, there are a lot of potential solutions. So if, if I'm an owner of a company and I need to, like, we need to get some stuff worked on, how do we hire a, a good developer or a good agency to work with or a good, you know, a technical advisor? Like, it, it's, it can be really challenging to know who to work with, how to vet them. What would you advise on that? Yeah, I think the a beauty of working with us is if you compare it to the straight hiring, like going to a recruiter, uh, hiring folks internally, the reason why you do that or the advantage of doing that is because then you have extra confidence that all the work product that they build is your work product. Um, and so uh, the next step out is to outsource with somebody who does work for hire. That's what we do. So we um, uh, recruit the team. We know that the team is uh, solid. We've done work with the team before. And we're kind of taking our team and we're loaning to them to you, but it, but they work alongside of you shoulder to shoulder. And then everything that they build belongs to you. So it's a, it's really cool that we get to map to the outcome, the, the result that the business owner wants. Um, and we get to do it in a way that doesn't put this extra HR recruiting uh, burden on, uh, on the business. So I would just look for those things, ask really good questions about um you know, making sure that all the IP belongs to you. And then how is the team going to handle, uh, you know, how is your partner um, going to handle things like um, extended leaves or off days? And and what we do is we handle those things inside the team so that our clients don't have to. Yeah. Um, and so for someone that's listening to our conversation right now, and, and maybe they've been kind of growing and scaling up and historically, maybe they've just hired contractors. Um, maybe they've used, a, you know, a platform like Upwork or something like that, hired some developers, got some stuff done, um, but they're kind of looking ahead at maybe some more ambitious goals. Um, what might they experience uh, <clears throat> 
that might be a little bit different um, when working with a serious team, like, you know, what Particle 41 does versus maybe just kind of working through a platform like Upwork? Yeah, I think Upwork is a great platform for finding somebody, but you're really taking on the full direction and management responsibility. And I separate those two responsibilities. You're always going to want to have the influence and direction over uh, a team that's tackling those larger, broader, ambitious goals. But what you don't want is you don't want all of this management responsibility. And so the management responsibility is, are the people experienced? Are the people able to accomplish and make accomplish things daily and make every day count? Is the team uh, communicating status regularly so that everything is highly visible? These are the things that we cover for you. Going to Upwork, sure, it's a great way to find a person, but you are still taking on the management and development responsibility. Yeah. And that's really the um, you know the the value prop here is that we'll manage the resources and uh, but at your direction. What uh, skills uh, are required for technical and project management? Um, you know, when we're talking about a tech project that that maybe a founder or CEO may not have. Like, what are those some of those things that, like, look, I, I, I really think you ought to consider not playing quarterback on this one. <laughs> sure. Well, just understand that we get to see engagements across many clients. We were engaged with 31 different clients uh, in the last 12 months. We got to see the trends across enterprise customers, medium-sized businesses. And so we know how to right-size the tech for the type of objective, the type of result that you want to accomplish. I don't know that CTO and founders specializing in their core service or their product really get that visibility of what works and what doesn't work. And that's something that we bring to the table because we just get to see uh, the good, bad, and the ugly across lots of engagements. Um, and so it's it's an unfair comparison, uh, you know, when we're working at that and then thinking that as a founder or CTO of a, a company, you're going to be able to see those uh, see those trends as, as widely as we do. You know, one thing I know that, um, you know, because I've, yeah, since uh, early 2000s overseen uh, uh you know technical implementations and and that sort of thing you know one of the most frustrating things that that I experienced and you know when we were like we had a project manager and but still at the end of the day there was just we found that there were so many challenges with miscommunication or you know where we feel like we have completely described um the capabilities that we need or the um not the technical but you know the requirements that that we need and then it comes back and you know you once you start digging in a little bit more you're like no that's not what i asked for i don't know how i could have been more clear on that i found for me that that was something that um unfortunately happened far too often yeah um you know it's an, it it is something that happens too often you know i asked for x i got y we obviously want to prevent that um Development is a very iterative process. Uh, you know, if you have big bangs in your uh, project management lifecycle, those are bad because then, you know, there's this kind of distance between the people executing uh, the mission and then the the results. So um, what we want to do is we want to visibility is one of our core values. We want to show work result quickly. This means that you will witness work in progress. So it's not like it's it's the absolute opposite of 
on that first day in a brand new house. We want to show you the framing. We want to show you the everything coming together. Make sure we're on the right track and then manage your expectations that this is part of the process. And, and we want to catch um, issues or trajectory problems quickly. Um, and I think that uh, really helps make sure that we make X equal X. And uh, we're also able to learn from each other as we go. Um, so we're an agile dev shop. We make sure that we're very iterative, that we're showing work results regularly. Um, we also don't have any long-term engagements. You know, if you don't like what we do, 30 days, see you later. So because of that, we really need to show that work progress as you go. And so I think you could probably look back to your previous experience and say, hey, we were too far away too, for too long. And then when we came back, we had this disillusionment where we just try to close that gap and make sure that every member of the team uh, is talking to uh, the stakeholders and that there's visibility across the board. Yeah. Um, and so Ben, um, as, as an agency yourself now, um, how do you, like, I don't know, who have you worked with and um, like, how do you typically engage with new clients today? Sure. Um, so we've, we, uh, we have a pretty wide range. We would love to work with um, uh, probably folks with uh, roughly 3 million in funding. Um, right now it's really tough for startups to function. So we, we don't have a whole ton of startup clients. Um, but then we also work with companies up to 100 million in revenue. So uh, a new engagement just generally says, hey, where's the mountain of work? How can we help you develop that mountain of work? Uh, we have CTO advisors, project, uh, project and product owners that'll help you develop that mountain of work. And then we put an agile team to just, you know, what we really like doing, I would say is like, we like to crush the mountain of work and show that daily progress. Um, do you find yourself, do you, I would imagine you get some good inbound um, word of mouth, that sort of thing. Um, as a, I'm just curious as, you know, as a developer, do you, um, what sorts of things do you do to kind of expand your reach, attract new business? Because obviously you're the founder, you're, you're responsible for growing your sure. company as well. Like, what is what is that life like? You know, like most of your audience, I'm trying all the things. Um, <laughs> uh, so I understand uh, as a business owner, we've been really blessed that we uh, we feel like our best advocates are past successful engagements. And so we've grown tremendously by referral. I would say almost a, um, uh, about 60% of my business has been referral and about 40% uh, partnerships. So also finding strategic partners is a great way to achieve stair steps in growth. So looking for, hey, I know this company here that we've gotten to know uh, offers these sets of things. We offer these sets of things, but our clients are similar. I'm looking for that in the market of who, where are those adjacencies that are still serving your same ICP, ideal customer profile, um, but in a different way. Go to them and say, hey, you already know some of uh, my hopeful clients. Um, how could we partner a structure in a way where I can make you look good? Um, I can uh, serve more clients and we can combine. So partnerships are a great way to grow quickly. Um, they are hard to develop. They take uh, a, a little bit of additional rigor. So we, 60% um, referral, about 40% partnership. Um, and then I am just on the cusp of uh, doing a little bit of, you know, direct marketing and direct sales. Um, so uh, that 
you know, the, when I say trying all the things, I'm I'm kind of starting a new chapter in my trajectory to try some of the more direct approach. Yeah. Um, ben, when you begin a, what does, let me ask you this, um, you know, someone who's like, maybe, you know, they've, they've got budget um, and they, they have some ideas around what they want to do, but maybe it's not real firmed up. Is that an appropriate time to have a conversation with you or do they really need to have that a little bit more flushed out? Absolutely. But I would totally direct them. Um, you know, what we're really good at is that crushing mountains of work. So if you have an idea and you haven't flushed it out, we do have uh, some designers that you could work with. Um, but I would also do something else. I'd go look at bootstrapping as a keyword and do some Googling around on this concept of bootstrapping. So if you just, if we take a little bit of a history lesson before interest rates were zero, so kind of rewind back then, um, people really had to flush out their ideas well. Um, then we went into this period of time where capital was super cheap and um, the, the VC market would uh, cr- contribute to early stage ideas. I think we've uh, come to an end of, of that kind of condition. And so the early uh, the earlier bootstrapping work is kind of re-entering relevance. And what bootstrapping said was try your idea out in the cheapest way possible. So people might, rather than going and building a big social network alternative for some niche group of people, they may try uh, an ebook or they may try a um, just doing small things that would allow you to test your idea and validate that the market is there. And you can build up some of those things. So um, I'm trying to come up with a, a good example on the fly, but um, that bootstrapping material, there were some really good um, people who wrote a lot of good content um, back when capital was harder to, to raise. And uh, you could study that and see some of those ideas of how could I test my idea, bootstrap my idea, uh, get validation, maybe even start getting a little bit of revenue um, you know, to, to make sure that I'm on the right track and show traction. Yeah. And I'd be happy um, to help people out with that uh, thought process. Um, uh, you know, that's, um, I was a bootstrapper in those bootstrapping days. <laughs> so I would love to, love to help out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so your website, particle41.com in, and, you know, for someone that's listening to our conversation, maybe they're doing some due diligence right now and they've stumbled upon our podcast and they're listening to you. Um, and they're like, they're curious. Um, what would be the next step uh, to kind of kind of build the relationship with you and uh, your team? Yeah, send me an email at ben at particle41.com. I'd love to talk to you and uh, see where you're at in your journey. Um, see what your initiative is that you would, um, that you're, you're trying to accomplish and see how we can map to that. Yeah. All right, Ben Johnson, again, your website, particle41.com. And uh, again, you are the uh, founder and CEO. Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Josh. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stopped by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.